0: Greetings. Welcome to another edition of the Thinking Spatially podcast series. The Thinking Spatially podcast series. Joseph Kurski here, geographer and educator, honored to be here with you to discuss today why geoliteracy must begin in the educational system. Why geoliteracy must begin in the educational system. All 21st century issues are spatial. They occur in specific areas or regions or locations. They cross multiple scales from local to global. They transcend numerous disciplines, economics, history, geography, biology, engineering, environmental science, data science, computer science, and more. They cross physical and political boundaries, watersheds, national boundaries, municipalities, biomes, ecoregions. What would you include in a list of 21st century serious issues? Climate, climate change, social and racial inequities and injustice, natural hazards of all kinds, human health, public safety, safe and plentiful drinking water, sustainable agriculture, supply chain management, energy, biodiversity loss, ocean acidification, economic stagnation, poverty, habitat fragmentation, species endangerment and extinction, sustainable tourism, and many more. These problems are complex. They change over space and over time, and they increasingly affect our everyday lives. To understand and solve 21st century issues requires tools that are built precisely for analyzing these problems over space and time. Geospatial technologies, or geographic information systems, or GIS, or geomatics, or location analytics, all turns to describe the same thing. Geographic information systems, or GIS, it's all about what's where, why is it there, and why should we care? What's where, why is it there, and why should we care? So those phrases to me imply understanding what's there now and planning for a healthier, happier, more sustainable future. So understanding what's, to, what's there today and also planning for the future. Now, what do I mean by geoliteracy? I contend that it involves three things. Content knowledge, for example, systems, the hydrosphere, the atmosphere, lithosphere, biosphere, anthrosphere, the human influence sphere. A system of systems is really what the world is, and understanding the interconnection between those and among those systems of systems. It also includes disciplinary content knowledge about soils, about the atmosphere, about people and their movement and characteristics, about how oceans and climate and weather and all of those things work together. So that's the content knowledge. It also includes skills in communication, in understanding how to use tools like R and spatial statistics and geotechnologies, graphics programs, spreadsheets and more, how to code and program, So there are skills involved. There's also the geographic or holistic framework about understanding again, what's where, why is it there, and why should we care? And this geographic holistic framework that ties the skills and the content knowledge together, in my view, is not just confined to geography. Indeed, it transcends all disciplines because all disciplines have a spatial component. I believe that Spatial thinking must begin in the educational system. Spatial thinking must begin in the educational system, folks. It enables these problems to be solved, and it helps students and professionals become more marketable in a variety of fields. Using geotechnology helps organizations meet their goals and serve their audience, and helps organizations achieve the societal goals of a sustainable and vibrant earth. Through geotechnology, individuals develop spatial thinking and data literacy skills. They understand how to work with data, they work with real-time data, and how to build and crowdsource field surveys. They can use, for example, Survey123, eBird, iNaturalist, and many other tools to gather field-based data, many of which can be gathered on an ordinary smartphone. They perform powerful spatial analytics, overlay, buffer, geocode, and many more. They collaborate using web mapping applications such as story maps and other visualizations, infographics, and dashboards. They build critical thinking and problem-solving skills. They become wiser, ethical decision-makers, and ultimately change agents, change agents in their communities, in their workplaces, and in society. Geotechnology tools have rapidly evolved, from mainframes to mini-computers to individual workstations to the cloud and mobile devices. Geotechnology has thrived, I would contend, not just survived, but thrived through all of those IT evolutions those it paradigm shifts geotechnology has thrived through it all because again spatial thinking is valuable and we're always going to be asking the whys of where questions spatial data the fuel for geotechnologies has also rapidly evolved the open data movement the recognition that data is valuable and needs to be supported and shared and tools to be able to do that for example arcgis hub where you can share data or open data portal technology Ways to Learn Geotechnology has also rapidly advanced, such as massive open online courses or MOOCs from universities from ESRI and others are available widely and have been taken by hundreds of thousands of people since the dawn of MOOCs back in 2010-ish. Geoliteracy includes content knowledge, geotechnology, data and communication skills, and the geographic holistic thinking framework, as I mentioned earlier. Instilling geoliteracy skills must begin in the educational system. Folks, the problems we face are too serious to pin it all on on on-the-job training after a person enters the workforce. The problems we face are too serious to pin it all on on on-the-job training after a person finishes or even enters the workforce. Geoliteracy through geotechnology is making steady progress across all levels in education worldwide. Teachers and students in thousands of primary and secondary schools around the world use geotechnology to teach biology, earth science, technology, mathematics, geography, history, and other subjects. I've personally seen this progress. I've helped and I've done all I can to encourage that progress in many countries around the world. Students using interactive online maps and lessons that my team and others create, they engage in inquiry by doing so. They learn about plate tectonics, soil erosion, weather and climate, ecoregions and biomes, sources of energy, land use and land cover, and much more. They, They learn about how all these phenomena interact. My own research focuses on the implementation and effectiveness of GIS in education. We need to understand why and how GIS helps students learn, how it helps educators teach, and the difference that it makes in terms of data and spatial literacy, content knowledge, problem solving, and much more. In higher education, thousands, yes, thousands of tribal, technical, and community colleges and universities are teaching with geotechnology and teaching about geotechnology. What do I mean by that? With geotechnology, they're teaching a content area, computer science, history, geography, biology, mathematics, and other subjects with geotechnology as a teaching tool. They're also teaching about geotechnology. They're teaching GI science, how to build geodatabases, how to serve up data, how to manage that data. Hence, geoliteracy is making progress. However, educational change (laughs) happens all too slowly. Content standards, lack of fieldwork, and standardized testing at the primary and secondary levels, staff and program constraints, teacher turnover, and a lack of awareness of the benefits of geotechnology in education hinders its adoption. My colleagues and I at ESRI have pledged a long-term commitment to this effort to hasten progress. We have been actively promoting, supporting, and developing curricular resources, and have partnered with educational institutions since 1992. Yes, we're in it for the long haul. Increasing geoliteracy, though, at a more rapid pace cannot just rely on tools, and it cannot just rely on us at ESRI. It will require ongoing collaboration between schools, higher education, education agencies at all levels and disciplines, industries such as GIS companies, Content developers and publishing houses and nonprofit education and science organizations. A plethora of resources are available for developing geoliteracy and geospatial temporal analysis skills, from primary to university and lifelong learning, and in many formats, instructor-led activities, self-paced activities and much more. The Spatial reserves book and data blog from my colleague Jill Clark and I digs deep into, "Hmm, how can I find data? How do I know if that data is any good?" and societal issues, fee versus free data, location privacy, and much more. It is aimed at helping you to become a critical consumer of data. A critical consumer of data. We are living in amazing map-enriched, data-enriched times, the big data world. That's what we're in, right folks? But maps must be treated and created with care and respect. I also recommend the following. Be an advocate for geoliteracy. Be an advocate for geoliteracy. You faculty listening to this, equip your students with the geoliteracy skills needed to solve 21st century problems, the ones I mentioned earlier and many more. You parents listening to this, advocate for geoliteracy in your children's schools. Do all you can to make sure that that geoliteracy is included throughout their educational journey. And everyone listening to this, I encourage you, be a voice. Be a loud voice, be a strong voice, be a persistent voice in your district, state, region, country. Be a geo mentor, and demonstrate how these tools can be used in education. Help your educational colleagues, help a teacher, help a student. I hope I have convinced you that geoliteracy is necessary for solving 21st century challenges and that there are things you can do today to incorporate geoliteracy and geotechnologies into your programs, courses, and life. My question to you is what will you do to foster geoliteracy? Thank you. Thank you for joining me for another edition of the Thinking Spatially Podcast Series. Joseph Kersky here, geographer and educator, wishing you all a very good and geospatial day. <laughs>